Hello, welcome along to a brand new episode of Baffled. This is the podcast where we try and find the most amazing facts out there and figure out uh, if they're worth telling your mates or if they should be buried in a bin somewhere. Uh, my name's Dan. Thank you so much for listening this week. I've got three facts for you. One about the Eiffel Tower. I've got something about some strange South Pole surgery. And also one about an unreleased Disney movie. Mark is our resident Disney fan. Mark, how are you feeling about that? What have you got for us? I'm very excited by that. I, 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 I'm interested to know where you're going with that one. Uh, my facts for you today do not include Disney, but they do include a fact fitting for this time, I think. An activity we never knew needed a word. And finally, we've all heard the phrase, but what happens in real life? <laughs> These teases are getting preposterous. Uh, Connor is also here. What have you got for us, mate? I have brought typical Connor facts to you today, all about Netflix password sharing, the fact that crows don't actually like you, and please just stop baiting your cousin. Right? Bait. Crows, Netflix, Disney, let's crack on. It's a brand new Baffled. Stay there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So. Last week, we broke the, the rather exclusive news and exciting news that we've got ourselves some merch and we said we'd come back and we would give you, <laughs> we're so unprepared on this podcast, it's, it's ridiculous, like we've, we've got the stuff for you without any way that you're actually going to get it, um, but we've come back. One step at a time, Daniel, one step <laughs> at a time. I know, I felt we were running before we could walk a little bit uh, because we've not really got a website yet, uh, but just, just badges and we said we'd come back with a way that you can get yourself a badge. Mark has developments. I do. You can now email us. That's right. We've advanced into the world of email, people. Info at baffledpod.com because baffled.com was gone. So info at baffledpod.com if you want a badge. But remember, you have to prove in some way that I at least go, yeah, right, that's all right, uh, that you've made someone else listen to the podcast. How many badges do we have? I guess. Um, a limited number. I think it's... It's it's hundreds rather than thousands. So that means at the moment we can always get more badges. Special moment, edition. It makes them more valuable, right? There you go. At the moment, uh, it means they're exclusive, which means you might not get one if you do email in. But it's worth a chance. You need to prove that you have got someone else to listen to to subscribe to the podcast, and uh, you can prove that by any means. At like a screenshot, the text that you've sent on your phone. Take a picture of someone listening. Uh, maybe record yourself. That'd be fun. Record yourself um, kind of pushing your mate to listen and then send us the proof that you've got 
Uh, like when you're putting together a nice legal case, send us all the evidence over to info at baffledpod.com uh, and we'll have a look through. We'll run through everything you've sent us and then you could be one of the lucky few to get some baffled merch to get our first bibs um, badge, which is fun. Well, I used to have been getting down to business. I've spent my time trying to find out what is actually on the uh, baffled.com website that we wasn't able to get. Okay, what is it? Um, it just says your website is ready. Please add context. Yeah, it doesn't exist, and it's really annoying. Yeah, it that's means one of those... that we can't have it. Yeah, but someone else has it, and it's just sat there. It's the typical situation. Maybe. Like... Oh, here maybe we go. someone bought it as a fan site for us when we first launched, and just hasn't got around to doing it yet. No, that's, I really don't. I think mean, that's, that's the, the most likely story. Let's be honest. No, I really, really don't think that that is actually the case. I, I think that it's just a very simple thing. The baffled has been bought, and they haven't made a website yet. We have my fans. Baffled Pod. So info at baffledpodpod.com. That's the email for us now. I prefer that. I prefer that. It's better, isn't it? It does does what it says. We are a podcast. We are Baffled Pod. Send us the proof that you have got someone else involved over at info at baffledpod.com. Right, we are a facts podcast, so let's crack on, shall we? Connor, give us your first fact. Straight in. So in America... It is actually a federal crime to use your roommate or friend's Netflix account. Really? In, yes. in what so, way? So basically, the, the fact has been worded to make you feel like it is just Netflix. That isn't the case. Um, so the US Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals last week, it says last week, so this is when I, when I found it, uh, ruled yep. that sharing Not online that. passwords is a crime prosecutable under the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act. Mm. But it just sounds better if you sort of throw Netflix in the selling of the fact, you know. But yeah, so basically you can't, which kind of makes sense, but you just can't share passwords in any form, whether that be, you know, Netflix, Disney Plus, whatever that might be. You can't share passwords, which I think is probably a good thing when you think about it. I wonder whether this has almost been brought in to help fraud cases, where it's a case of, oh, you've been done by fraud and you want to claim on your insurance. Did you share your password at any point? Great. That's illegal. Not paying out. I wonder if that's one of the reasons it's come in. Well, Put my cynical face on. Yeah, I mean, it, it may well be that, but I, I do sit there and I think, like, I have shared passwords loads of times. So for any American listeners that maybe are police officers, I live in the UK. But um, it's... So, nah, 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 nah. You yeah, can't nah, get nah. me. But, like, it probably does come under fraud, doesn't it? In, like, a weird way. You're, you're basically, you're for, it is forged. You're pretending to be somebody else in order to get something from it. If you, I, I think that you, Connor, are probably the more likely of us, well, as we've talked about before, uh, you, you know, had, had many different friends and girlfriends. How many people do you reckon have your Netflix password? Friends and girlfriends. It's a funny, it's a funny question, this. Um, so actually, I, I, I get along really well with my ex. Um, we, you know, we didn't end on bad terms, but when, when we did split up, um, she did have my Netflix and it was also like in her in her like um, lounge, so her mum and dad's lounge TV as well. And it'd been there for like years because um, I was with her for a long while. And it really got to that awkward moment, you know, when you split up and you're sitting there single one night and you're like, is it time? Is it time to change that password and boot them out? And I felt bad because they were like halfway through um, like a series. Yeah, I, don't, I think there's always a fine time because what is it like a nine pounds a month now? What have they upped it to? Mine's like seven ninety nine a month. Um but you can have like 14 quid, which allows you to like five of you to use the same account or something. It's like About a family say, account. It's Netflix. Is a, so if it's illegal to share your details, yeah. why do Netflix have an option where you can watch two things at once? 
Who is sat there going, I'm going to binge this so hard, I'm going to watch two episodes at the same time? Imagine having those eyes. That would be pretty amazing. I, who's just like one up? eye left, one eye right, just watching different. Like, I can do it with sports. You don't have to focus all the time. You can watch two different games, absolutely. But if you're binging something, if you're like, right, I want to get Money Heist and Umbrella Academy or whatever the heck it's called on at the same time, I've seen neither of those. I'm just naming shows that are cool to make me sound to make me sound yeah, good. Good examples, Mark. Thank good you examples, very much. Yeah. Um, have both of those on at the same time you're going to be confused as hell aren't you well the thing is is that they have the family Netflix accounts so this is where it gets a bit confusing because it's like you can have the shared accounts mm. where you like you know four people have it we have it in my house like my account okay maybe it's not the shared account but my mum and dad are logged in but you can get that one where like so I can't use Netflix at the same time so whenever I was using Netflix and my ex still had it when she used it it used to boot me out yeah, that's the case to, to 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 change your password. I think. Yeah, of course, of course. It's, but it, it's quite the state. It, it, it says quite a lot about like our generation, but like us millennials. That I honestly don't have a clue how much I'm paying for Netflix every month. It's just like one of these things. It's like oxygen, yeah. isn't it? I yeah. couldn't tell you. It's almost it's it's like the typical thing of oh, how much is a pint of milk? Yeah. I don't so this know. is this is a really good thing to do. I actually done this a couple of weeks ago. I, I, I hopped onto my online banking on my app and, and had a little look at the nonsense that I pay for. And I've been paying £4 for five years for a PlayStation 3 insurance. I don't even have a PlayStation 3 anymore. Yeah, that's £3 tricky. over five that's rookie. years. Rookie. Yeah, no, no, obviously it was like D&G. And the best bit about it was, is when I cancelled it, oh, Benjamin's rung me up on the phone. Hello, Connor. Would you like to? I'm like, yes, Ben. I really would like to cancel this insurance. I've paid £3 for five years. I haven't even had the console. <laughs> I'm a little bit better than that, to be fair. my You, you say your mum and dad are on your Netflix, Con? Yeah, they are, yeah. My parents, like, are very anti-net. Like, they're very sceptical of Netflix. Like, they're very cynical. Like, my mum loves her royals. Like, loves the Queen. I've told her to watch The Crown so many times. And she goes, is that on that Netflix thing? Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, it's really, it's really easy. Literally, just a few buttons. Can I, is that a TV channel or something? No, it's just look. You just get the, you just get the remote. We've got a smart TV. You're okay. You just click on the Netflix, Netflix. button. It's, it's literally the first thing that you will see. No, I'd probably manage to do something wrong and break the telly. It's, oh my god! It's like just give it a go. Come and on! Like, and it, and, and sure, I get a text from my mum and dad every now and then. From dad, say, do you, do you know how we can watch this film? I don't know. Some film. Aaron Brockovich, for instance. Dad loves Julia Roberts. Again, a great example. <laughs> do you know how I can watch Aaron Brockovich? Uh, yes. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay, how does this thing work then? I mean, it literally works exactly how it worked the last time when you wanted me to watch Pretty, Pretty Woman. Like, it, it, you, it's the button. It will take you two minutes. My Right, Mark, what's your first fact? So, I feel like this is very fitting for the time. You'll understand why in a second. During the Black Death... <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. The, I, the, I love Mark with facts. He always gives this little bit before that kind of like... Just spices up the fact before you get the fact. Oh, it's know. like it's fitting for the time, and you're like, okay, well, I'm gripped. I'm Let's in. do it. I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. on board. Well, exactly. Okay. See, this is it's called selling yourself, Connor. Yeah, go again. Go again. I want to hear it again. I want to hear it again. Here we go. So this one fitting for the time, Connor. Drop yourself in. <laughs> Very exciting. Yeah. During the Black Death, incoming ships were forced to wait for forty days at sea before docking to prevent possible infection. The Italian word for 40, quaranta, is where we get the word quarantine from. <gasps> Fitting for the time, Marcos. Fitting for the time. It might be a fact from back in the day, but it's as relevant now as it ever has been. 
I, I, these are, I've said this before, one of my favorite type of facts when you, when you find out something that is happening or a word you use and where it originated from. So therefore, I love that fact. I didn't think you'd be on board with word facts. No, I love it. I love it when it's like, oh, you know, like, Oh, Netflix, if Dan was like, oh, right, Netflix, and it comes from this, and it's like, oh, we go back here, and it's like, I'm like, oh my God, okay, that's how it, because I always think this why would be, why have you picked, like, Where did they why, think of the word ironing board? Why have you picked Netflix there? It's, oh, just because it was the previous fact. You, put, you, you know, like, Netflix that you watch on the net, ironing board, it's a board that you use to iron on. Oh, because you flick through. I know, flicks is like a word for movies, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. And actually, oh, interesting fact about why, Netflix. Why, it was, you didn't originally watch Netflix online. It was like a blockbuster. You yeah, thanks, went mate. online yeah, to cheers, Mark. DVDs. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, yeah. Why have you picked ironing board with that as well? Yeah, and I just realised that was two how words. Do, how do we get ironing board from? Oh, is that two words? Well, yeah, but also... Ironing like board's a pretty easy one because you, it's a board that you iron on and irons used to be made out of actual iron. It was just iron. Okay, right, but... Yeah, but you, you're such geeks. So, you know, like, <laughs> it's actually geeks. so irritating. It's, it's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm back in the day. I'm like, okay, whatever. But you know, like, words where it's like, like, avocado, aubergine. Like, yeah, why? Well, that, that's better. Yeah. yeah but why? Tell me why. Come on. But, well, <laughs> Come on, clever clogs. I don't really know. Exactly. Tell me where aubergine has come from. You find out. But there's a difference between uh, you asking me about aubergine and you asking me where an ironing board came from. What other words are confusing you? Fireplace? Why do we call the place where the fire is a fireplace, do you reckon, Connor? Well, you know, you, you call... This is, see, I love this because this is where I... So you, actually, you just told me. I don't need to explain. Oh, I just had a moment. I was like, oh, I can tell you all of this. And then realised it's the most straightforward thing ever. Alexa. Why is it called the Alexa? Um, I, 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 oh my god, now my Alexa's talking to me. Shut up! It will do that. Shut up! Interesting thing about Alexa's, again, this could be a fact that's used for another day. When you hear the Alexa on ads, they have to, this is quite like geek technical audio knowledge, they have to dip the middle of the sound so that when an Amazon ad comes up and it says, Alexa, um, your Alexa doesn't ping off. They have to like warp the sound slightly. You can't hear it, but your Alexa knows. And at that very moment, we just lost some listeners. <laughs> that was quite interesting. Um, I think we lost listeners back when you were banging on about where we get ironing boards from. If I'm being yeah, honest. I agree. Uh, Mark, not much the same. Maybe when you started banging on about your itchy poos and itchy bowels. Okay, right. We are there. no, no, a few weeks old. I'm really upset that you've brought this up because I, I said to myself today that we, I am not talking about it. I'm going to see if we could do it. You see, this is the thing. I keep getting told that I'm the problem. I'm the one bringing it up. I don't think that's the case anymore. What what happens though, and we do need to keep bringing it up because it's on the badges, but someone will slightly mention it and then you'll spend about 10 minutes going, oh, I can't believe you keep saying that I'm talking about my irritable bowels. I never want to talk about it. I don't like talking about it again. I never talk about no, it. No, I want to tell you something really funny here, boys. Okay. You need to listen. You need to focus. You need to be prepared. This is the life of IBS. I went for my first Wagamama's the other day since lockdown because of course they're doing the 50% discount in the UK right now. Did you right out to help out? Yeah, I did hear how to help out, but I also took baby wipes. I took baby wipes in my girlfriend's bag. Okay. Couldn't even bring your own bag for them. No, and she went, what have you got baby wipes for? So, oh, my hands get sticky from the katsu. Is that what you call it nowadays? He listens to this show. Yeah, there is toilet paper available. She listens to this show, you know, and like lives with you in your poo dungeon of a bedroom. 
she must be fully <laughs> understanding what's going on here. I think that it needs to be a global change. That there should be your roll of toilet paper and your dispenser of you know what. Because <laughs> for what? the people that have got a sore bum, a little baby wipe, then I've got a long way. Yeah, okay, all right. I don't know. I, I mean, it's know. expensive what? though, isn't Why it? Why like, you know what instead of saying baby wipes? Oh, don't, know, don't say that, Dan. Dan, don't <laughs> say that. That's far too risky for the podcast to say baby wipes. Oh, I can't believe I, know, I don't really, Do you know what I was? I got really confused in my head and I forgot the word. So I was like, okay, I'll just say you know what. Right. My first fact of the podcast. Uh, nice and simple. The Eiffel Tower grows every summer because the iron that makes it expands when it gets hot and it gets about six inches taller. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool, actually. That, I thought your great. Eiffel Tower fact was going to be the fact that it was meant to be in Italy first. Well, that's a, that's a much better fact. Hmm, which I never <laughs> knew, but, but Italy didn't like it. <laughs> I don't think France liked it originally either. Everyone was like, to be oh, honest, I don't want that. To be honest, I don't really like it. I mean, it's pretty bad, isn't it? Like, when you actually think about it, it's quite ugly. I feel like the Eiffel Tower fits into that category of things you should like. It's like the Mona Lisa we were talking about last week. It's a thing you should like because you're told to like it. But really, it just looks like poo. Yeah, and it's like, the Eiffel Tower is one of those typical things in the world where tourists turn up. I've been one of them. And you start taking pictures and you're like, Oh, like, oh my God, it's right. And you're taking all these pictures, all different angles, picture of you and your, your mum or your girlfriend in front of it. And it's like, it's just terrible. I don't like, know what you're wittering what? on about here. Like, it's as good as any other huge tourist attraction. I like the Eiffel Tower. It looks stunning. It looks stunning across the French backdrop. No, I much prefer the... Okay. I'm not entirely sure what just happened there. That was the said... Arc de Triomphe, but I tried to sort of get Again. my accent on. But it's not that it's any more beautiful. Like when you're up close to the Eiffel Tower, fine. It's like a big iron structure, which gets six inches bigger in the summer, by the way, going back to the fact. But it, it's like when you're up on Montmartre and you're looking down, it's a nice dark night, very clear, and it's all lit up. I mean, it is beautiful. There's radio masks a lot. that look better than that in the UK. I don't really like the Eiffel Tower. That's the truth. Um, and I think a lot of people would agree with me. I'm with you. I'm with you. Thanks, Mark. It's just, it's not impressive. Like there's, you, when you go to like, have you been to Pisa? Are you fools? Have you seen the Leaning Tower of Pisa? I actually have not, no. Okay, that's quite impressive. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just- you know, This is just an iron thing. thing with four legs. It's like, it's got four legs. Anything that stands has really got four legs. It's so basic. And it yeah, goes but, to a point, oh, interesting. But it, it just- Oh, we can stand on it. Sick. So, I can't believe how like- Oh, it's high. Stupidly oh. reductive you're being right now. Oh, we can get photos of France. Oh, Connor, give us your second fact of the podcast. Okay, okay. Um, crows can remember the faces of individual humans. They can also hold a grudge. Another reason yeah. why birds are evil. But yeah, I just, I just want to break this down a minute. So basically, crows can <laughs> remember. No, no, because because I, I was really, really good. You remember no, no, what no, I said no. about crows remembering faces? Well, you know what? When you think about it. It means that crows can actually remember faces. No, but the breakdown's the best bit. You know, I've learned now, haven't I, to research my facts, so that I have done. And, and this, it says... You don't need to research them. Crows can remember human faces associated with stressful situations, okay? For up to five years, and they'll also warn their friends. So, how do you find this out? 
this is what I want to talk about with you. What scientist or animal weird lover has found that out and known it's true? They'll have done some scientific tests with like images. Hey, but how can you work out if a crow doesn't like you? Oh, the crow flew at you and flew away. No, it's probably more than that. But you got okay. Like, you tell people, me what more it is, Dan. I'm intrigued. But these, this is what these people do. They will have done quite extensive tests, I would imagine, on this. Like while we are, you know, prattling away doing a podcast about itchy asses, these people are doing. No, it's utter nonsense. It is stuff. nonsense. I'm telling you now, it is nonsense. I will be honest. I don't think you nonsense. nonsense. I don't think you can be the decider of anything scientific and whether it's nonsense or not. Okay, like, so do you guys in your wheelhouse? Do you guys honestly believe, like, I'm all for science, but do you honestly believe that they have proven that a crow remembers a face of a human for five years and also warned their friends of that? Um, well, you seriously I- believe they've worked that out? Seriously? Research is in Seattle. I don't, I don't believe that, but I think the five-year thing it maybe falls down. But yeah, I think they've proved that crows can remember faces and, and let, like squawk to their mates. Yeah. I, I just, no, I can't get my head around it, really. Researchers in Seattle revealed last year that captured crows remember the face of their abductor. Even though years had passed since they saw the threatening face, the crows in the experiment would taunt their captor and dive-bomb him, suggesting the birds held tightly to a negative association. So now we're talking about kidnapping crows. Well, yeah, I mean, you brought it up. Like, See, I was, I was, this is where I just lose the plot. I thought it was like if you're driving too fast and the crow's like walking on the road and you like, you know, you don't slow down and it catches your face, it won't like you again if it sees you. How often are you driving down the road when you see a crow just, str- a crow just strolling past, ju- judging your speed? Crows are the blackbirds, aren't they? Crows are very, yeah, but they're not blackbirds. Like, we, we don't get that many, you won't get that many crows where you are. I live near fields. Yeah, great. Great, well you also done. live near the sky. Bully for you. Uh, yeah, but you won't get that many crows. You'll, you'll probably get a lot more blackbirds. Different thing. Yeah, well, I definitely won't cross a crow. Do you see? Well, we need to stop when you're speeding so it can cross the road as it waddles along the road as it's strolling down looking at you speeding. The, crow, the crows looked at the situation and gone, I could fly over this road, but no, I will stop and I will cross it by foot because that's the easiest way. And if someone annoys me, I will hold a crow. Right, Mark, give us your second fact. Finland has a word for getting drunk at home in your underwear. Love Finnish words. Is it called single? (laughs) (laughs) What is it? It is. Kausarikanit. (laughs) Why? Kausarikanit is the Finnish word that genuinely just means underwear drunk. Okay, look, another thing. Where has that come from, that word? Well, it's a Finnish yeah, word, it, isn't it? So it's not going to sound English. Say yeah, again. When you break it up in Finnish, it will, it will like, it, they'll have the two different words that specifically mean like home underwear. Yeah, so right. Kalsarikanit is the Finnish Kalsarikanit. So you could be like, oh, like, oh, Mark, what are you up to tonight? I'm Kalsarikanitin. I mean, I don't know the exact formation of the word, but yes, essentially, that's it. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm Kalsarikanitin. Kalsarikanitin. Yeah, it basically does just mean that you're sat at home, in your underwear, drunk. So rather than a Brit who would be like, oh, I got drunk in my underwear again, just be like, yeah, another night at Kalsara Canet. Thing is with it, when do you ever plan to actually, like, sitting at home in your underwear drinking? I don't think I've ever... Maybe and I'm on a website, I'm on a, web, I'm on a website here 
that is with the definition. And there is a cartoon dude in his Y fronts with a pint just at home. Like, I'm fine for you to sit at home with a pint, but why do it in your Y fronts? Like, why is that the thing? Oh, I thought, I thought, that I, are you kidding me? You actually don't do this. No one sits at home in their Y fronts with their girlfriend just supping well, at a First pint. off, I don't wear Y fronts. And can you stop calling it that? Because it's making me feel a bit sick. Well, that's what they are, though. No, I know, but it freaks me out. You keep going white fronts. I'm just imagining all of us in white fronts. Well, don't do that. But you but don't I, sit there. I get home you... and get in my boxers instantly. Yeah, but you'll have a t-shirt on. Yeah, but I might mean my shorts and trousers are off within 10 minutes of entering the house. Yeah, but you'll have a t-shirt. And what I'm saying is this, is they're literally just in their white fronts with a, with a with a frothy bevy, just like watching the... T- like, who does that? Mark, is it just... Mark? Yes. From being the other person that's listening here, is it just me that like, you know, really cringes when he says wife once or is, is it? I mean, it does sound very granddad-esque, doesn't it? But that's what they are. Like, that's why I'm not saying boxer shorts. It, 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 it rolled off your, rolled off your tongue too fast. What? Because I can, I can say words. I know you can say, but it's like, I wouldn't think of wife once. I just call them pants. Yeah, but I wanted to specifically refer to them being pants. Like, pants might make you think boxer shorts. So I've said why fronts. And for the American listeners, they're expecting a guy sitting at home in trousers. Oh, there you go. There exactly. we go. Uh, um, Mark, again, fantastic fact and very fitting for the time, I feel. You, I mean, um, uh, you, I've done a lot of pants, why front sitting uh, with Estella over the past five months of lockdown. You, you're on a winner here as well, Mark, with just obscure uh, Scandinavian words. I mean, this could go on and on and on. They've got a word for everything. Oh, they're yeah. like, they're please, like, no, no, no. Can we please not go into it? They like, literally have a word for bringing your own wet wipes to the toilet. Can we have a word? Just leave it here. I think because we will end up talking about my itchy bum and there'll be a word for it. I, I think there, I mean, it's, it does come to the wider thing, isn't it? That stuff that take a sentence to say in English do have words in, you know, single words in different languages. I mean, Schadenfreude in German, for example, is the, uh, is the meaning for laughing at someone else's expense. Okay, why do these things just come from you two so fast? It's just like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And that's a German word. Because means like, when, when you get, because when you get home of an evening, you get out into your Y fronts, T shirt comes off, you get yourself a nice Kieran of Stella and just chill in your poo dungeon. What, and used to researching words and facts and we information. We are reading, mate. We are reading. We're getting our brain bigger. Broadening my horizons. Getting my brain I'm bigger. I'm reading right now, actually. So leave me alone. I'm reading a book. Which Mr. Man is it? No. I'm reading Shoe Dog and it's fantastic. Yeah, very good book. There you go. Thank this you. Is- and I'm enjoying it. It's taking is- me, take me five and a half weeks and I'm 50 pages in. Right, my second fact of the podcast. Uh, this is more a story, really. There was a Russian surgeon who was in Antarctica when he became really ill. He needed to have an appendix removed. The problem was he was the only doctor in Antarctica at the time, so he had to cut out his own appendix. Oh. No, thank you. Oh. And since then, all doctors who are wintering uh, at some Antarctic ice stations have to have their own appendix removed so it doesn't happen again. Wow. I mean, Leonid that must have been painful. Rodogov, Ro- Rogozov. So even if their appendix is fine, they've got to get removed before they go. Yeah, see, you don't need them. Yeah, just in case. I feel like it'd be a really, really difficult thing. Like, do, yeah, big time. It'd be hard anyway, but like, you must be very hesitant because you know it's going to hurt. So you must like, you know, digging that knife in, it must be like... Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's like the 127 hours thing, though, isn't it? It's it's you're at that point where it is so painful. It's got to go. You're, you're probably numbed to it by that. But it's just yeah. like going going in. I can't imagine scooping something out and doing it well without passing out, not, seeing all the blood and the guts. Not very scooping out. Yeah, it, it, I'm not enjoying that in my mind. No. This Russian guy's just scooping out his appendix. Oh, no. I, I don't actually know what an appendix... I don't think the appendix does anything. It's one of those things that are just left over. That's why it's called the appendix. I yeah, think. isn't it? No, yeah, it doesn't. Isn't it like historically, so like it helps you process... Like if you're eating grass, it's okay. It means that it like processes the toxins from grass. What? Yeah, I think I think I think that is more or less. I think we got it from when when we were eating a lot more plant based before we became these terrible terrible meat eaters. The appendix yeah. is designed to protect good bacteria in the gut. That way, when the gut is affected by a bout of diarrhea, oh god, okay, interesting. This is good for me. Or other illness that cleans out the intestines, the good bacteria in the appendix can repopulate the digestive system and keep you healthy. Maybe I haven't got an appendix. Yes, yeah, so appendices appendixes used to digest tough food like tree bark. But obviously we don't need that. I wonder, we don't need I that anymore. the appendix links in with IBS. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Laura Wright, and I'm here to tell you about my podcast, Music in My Life. In this series, I'm talking to some amazing guests about their favorite pieces of music. We'll be delving into the music they listen to and why it shaped them throughout the years. It's like intense. It made me feel cooler and stronger and harder than I was. But the man on board had had cancer. And that's obviously become a big part of my life. I can listen to it now, reminding myself where I've come from. He just completely lost it as we we pulled up to the to the hospital. You can find it wherever you found this podcast. Just search "Music in My Life." Hey, this podcast that we're working hard to to, to do. There is actually problems with it, by the way. If you're listening, uh, no, it's just when you're a fact podcast, you're kind of limiting yourself because there's only so many facts in the world. I feel like there's but, enough facts for us to go on for a while. Yeah, so do I. So do I. I mean, when we, we, you know, when we're dishing out that a piece of toothpaste on a toothbrush is called a nodule, I think we'll be all right. We we started we started too big with that. I thought it was called a nodule. I thought it was called a nerdle. 
Nerdle, that was it. Nerdle. Come oh my God, on. I've been telling everyone. See, oh my this. God, I literally told every. I told my barber yesterday it was called a nodule and he laughed. Oh. Yeah, because he's like, that's an idiot thing. Right, see, this is the thing, Connor. This is why I can tell you that schadenfreude means laughing at someone else's expenses. Because not all their expenses. Like, oh, you're, you're expending £2.75. Not like that. But like, because I remember facts. You say it, it goes in there, it stays there. We tell you, you forget in five minutes time. Why yeah. are you telling your barber about a nerdle? Well, my barber's a friend who listens to the pod. And, you know, I've become this guy around town now where it's like, oh, my God, that's Connor from Baffled. And people just talk to me about it. Jesus. I'm quite a celebrity in Essex right now. Jesus. Uh, but this is the thing. So, we, like, sometimes facts are repeated just because there is so, like, really hard to get hold of interesting ones. Like, there's loads of facts, but how many of them are interesting? I know. Um, so it's it, it's a challenge. Right, bit of a uh, bit of interaction for you. And don't forget you can now interact via the email, info at baffledpod.com if you don't interact. In you if you want to interact with us, yeah. which is what everyone's interact saying. Interact with us while you sit in your what the best bit is about this. Mark's taken over the little hosting segment there. Like he's sort of like taken that. It was his moment and, and it, he's it's gone back, used the word interaction. Yeah, back, it, you know, yeah, Dan, can you just do the, do it properly? Yes. Uh, <laughs> If you want to get in touch with us, remember you can always slide into our DMs over on Instagram. It's called find, interacting. Interacting. You can find, Dan, come on. You, you, you can find all of our handles in the episode notes below. Uh, you can do that. Um, we would probably push you now, though, because we've got an email address to do it over there. Go info at baffledpod.com. Mark, uh, who has got in touch with you? So I got an interesting message this week uh, from Chris, who says that he sent me a picture of a horse dressed as a zebra. Great. Which is which is random in itself, right? But it comes with an explanation. His mother-in-law dresses their horses as zebras because it's proven that flies land on zebras half the amount they land on horses. I'm going to forward you these pictures to the Baffled group because I really want to know. Uh, that's right, we've got our own WhatsApp group here. Because I want to know what you think of it, Connor. I've just sent it to you there. It is a horse dressed as a zebra because apparently flies land on them less. It's ridiculous. It's a, I'm looking at a horse in a dog coat. The best thing about when we get stuff on Instagram <laughs> is um, is that we don't all get it. So we all kind of get like little just, snippets of different things. <laughs> I just love the fact that this dude has sent you. <laughs> it's a really funny picture because it's taken front on, but also it's like the horse is surprised. So the horse is just quickly looking around and someone goes, oh, let me take a picture of you for baffled. It's just quickly swimming around and it's just this massive horse face in the middle wearing a, a, a kind of stripy zebra coat. It does kind of look like it's posing for the front page of Vogue. It does, it does. I, I've also had somebody get in contact with me. Go on then. <laughs> oh, God. That, <laughs> or, or is that it? You just want to be like, I've also uh, had someone interact with me. It's, it's Gemma Turner, who is from South Wales, and she said, is it just me, or are the baffled presenters three parts of the in-betweeners? Stay with me here. Connor is Jay, Marcus is Will, and Danny Simon. Hang on, I'm Will. Mm, yeah, you are Will. Will, yeah. You are Will, Mark. Uh, You're the only one with glasses. Outrageous. Is that yeah. it? Simon is the only one of the series that properly gets with the girl as well. Yeah, and I'm the one... Who, Oh my God, I'm the one who just talks about it. Anyway, uh, you guys have nailed the fact genre of podcasts and week by week come together to entertain your avid, ever-growing following of listeners with your witty and off-the-cuff facts and reactions. 
Of course, it doesn't include Dan. I'm so stoked to have come across you guys. Keep up the awesome work. And then we've also got a fact. This is quite a good one. You want to hear it? Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Elephant Elephants use the skin folds on their back to crush mosquitoes. Mm. Like, what, can they control it? it? That's, like, that's like crushing your belly together, the fat on your belly. Well, can they control without... the folds, though? Yeah, they can control the fo- folds. And uh, Gemma sent that to us while she was relaxing in the garden, enjoying some good old Welsh sunshine. Nice. I'm very jealous of you, Gem. Thank you so much for getting in touch. Uh, you can do that. Slide into our DMs on Instagram or send us an email. It's info at baffledpodcast.com. Right, the last round of facts. Connor, take it away. Iceland has a dating app that stops you from hooking up with your cousin. I imagine it's quite... Iceland's a small country. I imagine it's a, big, yeah, there it's we a go. bigger risk there than it is again. in the UK, right? There we go. Mark's back with the knowledge. Yeah, so in Iceland, a country with a population of 320,000, where most everyone is distantly re- related. Um, inadvertently, kissing cousin is a real risk. A new smartphone app is on hand to help Icelanders avoid accidental incest. The app lets users bump phones and emits a warning alarm if they are closely related. I'm more concerned if you don't know what your cousin looks like. Well, the thing is, as we've spoken about Iceland before on the podcast with their naming. So with my cousin, I've got the same last name as them. So I could figure it out that way. Whereas in Iceland, they don't share the same last names with their cousins. What? So this will help them out. What's, is, how does the app know if you're distantly related? Well, this is the thing I don't know. Like it says, the app lets users bump phones and emits a warning alarm if they are closely related. I mean, I can't remember the last time my smartphone took blood. How distantly related would someone need to be before you thought, oh, okay. First cousin. <laughs> Hang on. So you'd be fine with first cousin or no, like that's I'm, the limit? No, I'm obviously joking. Um, I wouldn't. I would never do that with with any family. But then you know, this got me thinking. You're pretty much like me and Dan and you are related, Mark. I mean, if you go back far enough, yeah. Yeah, like no, along the lines, like my cousin's cousin is then brother's sister. Like, if you go all the way along, we're gonna meet. Mm. So that's about Christmas at my lads, eh? Christmas at mine, eh? Wee, wee, wee. Imagine Christmas at yours. God. Yeah, we're building our boxes and we'll be drinking Stella. Right, Mark, bring us your third and final fact. Have you heard of the infinite monkey theorem? It's basically the theorem that states that monkeys with typewriters in an infinite amount of time could produce the entire works of Shakespeare. Yeah. Well, it was tried out in real life, obviously under slightly different conditions. There were only six monkeys, and they only wrote for a month. What they actually produced was nowhere near Shakespeare. Five pages of the letter S... They slammed the keyboard and broke them with stones, and a few of them took poos on the keyboard. That's what actually happened. Why was I thinking that theorem is what you rub on your body? It does defeat the purpose, doesn't it, of the idea. Like, you've only given these monkeys a month. The point of it is, in an endless amount of time, they, they could do it just because there's infinite amounts of possibilities in an infinite amount of time. Like, if you're sitting someone a month, that kind of defeats the purpose. Is it theorem or serum that you put on your body? Serum. Serum. There we go. Uh, yeah. Uh, Interesting. <laughs> Explain to me, Connor, what the invisible monkey theory is. The infinite monkey theorem. Not the invisible. Yeah, there we go. Dan. The invisible monkey a, theory. A nightmare. That, you know what that was? That was a band that I was in in year seven. You were in a band I don't think we ever the invisible monkey no. theory. 
No, I don't think we ever got together. I think <laughs> one of these ideas that we were Let's circle back on this. Oh, Dan Simpson God, was in yeah. a band. Dan, what did you play, please? Yeah. Probably bass. I no, bet you played bass. No, okay, I didn't on. play bass because I don't, what? I don't think we played anything. What is wrong with the bass guitar? Oh, I, uh, well, it's just a Dan in it. It's like, you know. No, it's not. Con, I played the bass guitar in a band, so thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. it's touching you as well. I mean, yeah. I would be lead singer. No, you don't. Can you sing? Yeah, ready? <clears throat> I don't want to talk about... <laughs> Mark is the bass player. No, I would have been on... What, what, start Dan's with. really offended. Look, he's trying to get words out. Dan, just answer the question. What do you want, bass? Yes or no, pal? No. Dan wasn't cool enough to be on bass. He had to be a proper poser to be on bass. I... Yeah, yeah. Dan, Dan was on triangle. There's two There's two things here. We never actually got together. I think, I think it was just an idea that we would talk about in our... Re- oh, basically, we'd be year seven, so we would have been 11. Okay, so where did this whole infamous monkey name come from then? Was that just meant to be a joke? I can't remember where it came from. Well, you theory. just said you was in a band called the in- Infamous Monkey Theory. You're very good at asking someone a question and then not giving them a chance to answer because you're wasting. Well, no, oh, answer me that. Where did that name come from? And you being in a band? Well, I don't remember where it came from. It was 16 years ago. No. Oh, so it was actually a name. And that was what do you mean? That was the name of the band that we called ourselves. Yeah, but in you the- weren't in the band. Oh my word! I don't know how you're having trouble with this. We, we, it was like an imaginary band. The band was an idea, kind of... nothing more than an idea. It was, it was almost <laughs> yeah, an invisible yeah, theory. Yeah, yeah. yeah they performed think... five, five times at Wembley, but it was all in the mind. We, we, I think we were going to get together to play, but we just never got around to it. I, th- I would have been on rhythm I'm guitar. about to say, obviously, in order to have the idea of a band, you must have played instruments. So you were rhythm guitar, were you? are not even lead guitar. You were been... like the secondary guitar, which really could be done by a session musician if you got famous. No, because I would have been, no, because it would have been rhythm front man. So what haircut been... did you have then? I can't remember. Probably something terrible. What it clothes were you wearing in your mind? School uniform. Because it would have been, I would have been lead, lead I would have been front man that plays the guitar, but because he's doing all of the impressing the crowd, he can't do the solos. So that's where your lead guitar comes in. Which is I can tell you now, if I was in a band with you, you would not be the front man. Well, Okay, this is, that band wouldn't go very far then if you were the front man. Uh, um, also, we would be, they would comb through your tweets, I'd imagine, very quickly and our whole band would be cancelled at some of the <laughs> that you come out with. Uh, I, yeah, so that's what I would have been. Right, third and final fact, last one at the pod. Disney spent $50 million making a movie called The Shadow King. It was made by animators, model makers, puppeteers. The director of Nightmare Before Christmas was in it. It had Jeffrey t- uh, made it. Sorry, Jeffrey Tambor was in it. And right before they were going to release it, they didn't finish it because they f- they thought we can't make any toys out of this. It's too dark. Wow. I mean, I've just googled it, and it is very dark, like I'm, scary. I'm just saying, there's a lot of money to spunk over something that you're not going to bother it's with. Disney, though, isn't it? And also, it's making toys. It's like that's what you're putting. That's I just. It's like quite depressing that so much of what they think about is well. Can we sell loads of toys about this? I understand that's the point. I understand that's how they make loads of money. But it's just a little bit sad. A little bit sad. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's tough creatively. But if you're gonna, I, I guess the question is, they spent fifty million dollars on it. Sounds like a lot, but what would they have spent on it? Like, was there another $100 million that was going to get spent on it? So therefore, actually, are you cutting your losses early? There is the, like a kind of half-baked trailer for it online, I think, from about 2011. So it's almost 10 years old. Right, that is the end of this week's Baffled. What have we learned this week? Um, quite a lot. 
It's been a <laughs> it's been a rambly one all over the place. Uh, we learned that Connor loves a word fact while he's sitting alone in his wife fronts with a beer, uh, stealing Netflix passwords. Also, the monkeys would take a dump on a keyboard far before they wrote any Shakespeare, and even if they didn't have IBS, that would still happen. And also, finally, um, the Eiffel Tower is beautiful. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, remember, if you want uh, the limited range of baffled merch that we have, if you want to be one of the lucky few, you need to prove to us that you are getting more people subscribing, more people listening, and send over your proof to info at baffledpod.com. Very excited to hear from you there. Uh, you can also slide into our DMs. We've got all of our handles in the episode notes below, and we will see you next week. Say goodbye, Connor. Can we stop calling it slide into DMs? Well, that's what it is. If it's kind of creepy, see ya. How, how do you want it to be called? Just be like, you know, hit us up in the DMs. Mm, but that makes me sound... Like I, I can't pull that off. Say goodbye, Mark. See you later, everybody. Hit me up. I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.